Off the ball. Does Lampard understand what his role is here? Oh, well, I've only been here a couple of days, you know. I can't sort out all the problems in that time. And you still think you're not here to sort out the problems? Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. How's things, Grow? Nice to be here in Crow Park. Yeah, it's lovely. Anytime you get to come up here is, uh, is a good day, you know. So, obviously, weather is lovely up here with, uh, with Borgash. Uh, promoting the It's Anyone's Game initiative so you know it's great to be here. Absolutely a little bit different than being out there when there's yeah. 80,000 people and you're putting the ball on the back of the net and giving it loads to the yeah. crowd like you like to do. Yeah. Probably more <laughs> pressure probably more pressure today coming up doing doing up doing these few bits but uh, I know look as I said it's uh, it's kind of an emotional place anytime you come up here you know it brings up a lot of good memories you know mm-hmm. so um, as I said it's a, it's a, it's great to come up here. There's very few people that will experience what you experience, what the intercount players experience mm. out on the pitch and having the highs and the lows as well that you would have as a player. Can you describe when the final whistle goes in All-Ireland? Mm. Can you sum up what it feels like? Yeah, it's tough. We, I, funnily enough, you get asked, you know, you, you, get, you get asked by a lot of school kids if you meet them at games, you know, sum up what it's like to win I learned it's, it's tough like you know it is hard to sum it up in, in one line or one word but mm-hmm. it's just immense satisfaction knowing that all the hard work you've done over the last few months is paying off and you're out there with you know 20 30 lads that you've slogged so hard with and a lot of them are some of your best friends some of the closest people that you're some of the people that you're close to in, in your life you know so it's just immense satisfaction and also knowing that you know you have a couple of weeks of of some really fun celebrations to yeah to get into you know so it's it's incredible that's why you do all the hair training mm-hmm. when you got that three in a row what was it like I suppose getting back to to Limerick it was insane I was only saying there a while ago it was like nearly three and one for the supporters because they didn't see us at all after right. 2020 and 2021 there were still a few bits and pieces going on with COVID you know so it was like a triple celebration for them so it was it was crazy but you know um, they're incredible supporters they've you know followed us around the around the the country for the last six or seven years and as we saw last weekend down in Cork they, they haven't got sick of us yet you know there was a massive Limerick support down there last last weekend I'm sure there'll be a big support in Turles this Sunday so we're blessed to have mm-hmm. such brilliant supporters in Limerick. That's a big thing as well so obviously you've done three in a row sometimes maybe the supporters can fall off the bandwagon a little mm-hmm. bit ah this is the norm now you know yeah. they're winning all Ireland but it's it's not the case at all. It's not I suppose Limerick is probably a little bit different to, to other to other um, to other counties because we were starved for so so long mm-hmm. you know obviously the, the well-renowned 45 year wait between 73 and 2018 was experienced by a lot of people you know so um, no I don't think they're I don't think they're taking it for granted and I don't think they're as I said I don't think they're getting sick of it you know just yet they're I know that they're I know obviously a lot of them they're, they're really really looking forward to this year because every year brings new challenges you know so just like us we're looking forward to this sort of and what's the knock-on effect say for the young people within the clubs there as well the grassroots level when they see the likes of winning all Ireland's yeah like uh, my school teacher is, is my is my day-to-day um, you know and I was when I was growing up, Munster were probably in their in their in their prime and in yeah. their pomp, and there was a lot of Munster jerseys around. And I I used to go to a lot of rugby games myself when I was young, younger, and lots of soccer jerseys. But the dominant, I suppose, or the the, the majority of the time now, you see young kids they have they have a hurley or a football in their hand with a Limerick jersey on, you know. So that's great, and hopefully that'll reap benefits down the line too. Mm-hmm. Did you believe when you were growing up that you'd? Go on to win all Ireland was, was that the dream? That was the dream. Did I ever believe it? Did I ever think it was definitely going to happen? I'm not sure. I always, my dream was always kind of just to play with Limerick, not yeah. necessarily 
Well, I suppose it was to win in All Ireland. I was here in 2007 as a as a 12-year-old child, crying my eyes out after that great Kenny team beat Limerick. Um, I always just wanted to play with Limerick. I wanted to play with Limerick and Crow Park, and I suppose the dream definitely was to, to win in All Ireland. Um, you know, so it's it's obviously been a great few years. It's it's surreal, really. You know, it's, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like what we've done over the last few years has actually happened. I'm sure it probably will sink in down the line, but um, I don't focus too much on it, to be honest. What's it like to balance being a teacher then full time and having the success on the pitch and then you have this elation and 80,000 people mm. and you go through Limerick with, with the cup and the Lee McCarty and everybody is out and then you go be a teacher then a few days later and it's all yeah. calmed down again. How do you balance that? Yeah. That's just, you have to, you've no, you've no other option. But where I am in, in Desmond College in Newcastle West, we're actually, funnily enough, we're a very diverse school. There's actually we have twenty plus nationalities in our school. We've kids from all over, all over Europe and all over the world. And um, a lot of them probably wouldn't. A lot of them wouldn't actually even know a lot about Ireland. They wouldn't know anything. Two things about it, you know. So it's it's funny in one sense, but um, it's it's also great in another sense because you're exposed to you know um, similar to what we were here today. For it's anyone's game, you're exposed to so many kids from different backgrounds, different nationalities that actually take up hurling. Yeah. You know, even explaining hurling to them and they showing them videos and getting them out in the field on a Monday. We do we do with a train on a Monday evening and you'd have kids from all different sorts of backgrounds coming out to do training. I suppose it's perfect encapsulation and why we're here today, you know, for yeah. for it's for Borgashes it's anyone's game because it is, you know, and it's 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 played in all over the country in villages, towns, schools, no matter where you are, GA is kind of the it's kind of the the, the, the national, it's obviously the national sport of Ireland and it's it's as I always say on that Ireland final day out here it's like a it's like a celebration of Irish culture, you know, so it's it's great to see. And do you enjoy teaching her? I do, I do, yeah. Um, as I said, we're probably because we have uh, because we have so kids from so many different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's probably slow at the start, you know, to try to try even show them videos of what it is, what hurdles are. You know, you, some of them have never even seen a hurdle yeah. or a slitter, no anything. It's not like football, like yeah. football. Yeah. yeah, and it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder, it obviously, is. you yeah. know. But um, I suppose it's 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 cool to be to be exposed to that as well. Obviously, talking about being out here and not learning final day, having eighty-two thousand people here, you know, and. Um, Harlem being so dominant in your life to then be exposed to that on a different level is is, is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Do you ever think of life after hurling? I do and I don't. I don't I don't think about deeply. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm big into my golf and I'm looking forward to a day where I can play my golf freely without anyone <laughs> like giving Joe out to me. Like Joe was telling me before yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, that's what he said to me the other day. I was talking to him about I was talking to him about uh, what were we talking about? Oh he was we were doing a thing there last week and he was talking about how he was uh, I was preparing for the league final. It was last Thursday, and I was we we had no training, and I was just sitting at home resting <laughs> on Easter holidays. Couldn't really do a whole lot. I wouldn't. I, I, you can't really play golf too close to the match. And yeah. he was he was heading off to the hinge after the after the meeting that we were having. You know, and he was I was kind of slagging him, or he was slagging me, saying you you'll have to retire because that's when you get to play <laughs> golf. So. When Mark Melbourne is shining conditioning coach and John can't give out to me for playing golf, that's what I think about down the line, but no, no. That's, that's, I don't think about it too much, no. Yeah, you have a lot of good days to come, yeah, obviously. Hopefully. Yeah, how is things, I suppose, now at the minute, obviously, winning the league against Kilkenny, it was an 11-point win in the end, mm. a brilliant game. Looks like Limerick are in a pretty good place. We we are, and we're, we're happy with where we are. More importantly, we have everybody fit and, mm. you know, healthy, ready to you know, battle for this the, the twenty sixth this Sunday and obviously the starting fifteen and 
with the way that the championship is structured with so many games so quickly you're going to need a squad you're going to pick up niggles you're going to pick up lads unfortunately that are going to get knocks they might rule them out for a long time and that's just the way it is so it's always been we're always obviously very reliant on our on our squad the lads that come off the bench on, on game day to get us over the line and also the lads that don't make the panel that are driving it on at training sessions making sure that the lads that do make the 26 are well prepared for the match so that's the way we've always been and that's the way it, that's the way it has to be for us Does it feel like it's gone to another level obviously having the likes of Keen Lynch back Peter Casey big players are back in does it feel like in training that it's the most competitive places that it's ever been? It probably is, yeah. Like it's it's always been extremely competitive over the last number of years. Mm-hmm. Like if you get us if you're lucky enough to get a start in Jersey, then you've earned it, you know, and you know that somebody's either on the bench or not making the twenty six that has put you to the pin of your collar to get on that to a certain team. But obviously last year obviously we were a bit unlucky with a few of the lads getting injured. Yeah. Um and obviously that, that does take away from a little bit. But as I said, with everybody fit and healthy at the moment it's extremely competitive. But that's I always think that's probably conducive to being at your best yeah and successful yeah. what do you make of John Kiley as manager how would you describe him <laughs> how would I describe him oh um, you know where you, you know where you stand with him put it that way you know he wouldn't be he wouldn't necessarily be best friends with any of the players you know there's a there's a probably a distance between himself and the players but you know that's just the way he he runs the ship. But you know that he he does run the the way he goes about his business. He runs a meritocracy. You know if you're putting it in training and you're showing good form, you will be rewarded. Simple as that. And everybody knows that. So um, he's he's very fair that way. And if you're not performing, does he call you out straight away? Yeah. Is he yeah. very blunt yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah. Do you like yes. that? I do. I think you need to know where you stand. If you know where you stand. And you're not doing enough, he'll tell you. Mm. At least you know what you have to go in and work on. It's as simple as that. Rather than beating around the bush, telling you that oh, you're going really, really well, etc., etc., and then you don't make the 26 when he's calling out the team half an hour later. That's that's not what you want. You know, he's mm. never been like that. He'll tell you straight, straight to your face what you need to hear. You know, and that's the best thing. That's the best thing. Yeah. Do you feel like that's what makes a successful team? You know, <laughs> it sort of drives you on even further. Yeah, of course, of course. Because anyone that's not making the 26, he'll give them a reason why they're not making the 26, and they'll go watch the game. They'll come back training with the bit between their teeth, knowing what they need to work on to try to get on the 26. And that's not on 26, trying to make the 15. You know, so mm-hmm. that's just that's the, way, that's the way it has always been with us. And when you're winning all Ireland's three in a row. How do you drive standards to, to keep wanting to get back there again? You know, you've done it, you've, mm. you have your All-Irelands, but is there still the same hunger to, to want to go back and, and to win again? I suppose we'll see. We'll see this Sunday uh, where we stand. You know, the league is brilliant and I love the league, but it, you know when you get to Championship, there's a different vibe, mm. there's a different there's a different feel in the air. You know, Championship Hurling, um, like the last day we hurled we hurled well I wouldn't say we, we were brilliant but we hurled well for maybe 50-55 minutes and then we completely tailed off we know that that happens this Sunday you're going to be you know, under big pressure you know but just with the I always go back to the, the competition within the panel you know that's mm-hmm. what keep, that's what keeps me hungry personally knowing that there is seven eight other lads maybe in the half there's maybe seven or eight lads in the half hour and looking for three spots yeah you don't want to be one of the ones to miss out and you know if you miss out you haven't done enough in training it's simple as so that's what keeps me hungry knowing that there's top class hurlers seven or eight top class hurlers looking for three spots and you just got to do enough simple as yeah the last game I think it was Will Donoghue wasn't there yeah. uh, Declan Hannan mm. Kyle Hayes like they're massive names mm. that, to come back into the squad mm. like strength and depth is, is definitely there for Limerick yeah well look that's, William, uh, William was obviously suspended Declan was injured and Kyle was, mm. had a little niggle but 
with Keane, you mentioned Keane and Peter a while ago, like obviously we lost Keane last year right before the All-Ireland and that's always been the way we've been though. Like you can never, losing Keane last year was a killer, but after two minutes, not to be, not to be, uh, I suppose, bad towards Keane, he understands like you just got to move on and yeah. forget about it. You know, it's just next man up and that's always the way it's been. When one, when one fellow goes down, it opens the door for somebody else. and. That's why you have a squad. Why do you have 36, 37 lads training if one fella gets injured, you're gribbing about him, you know, it's just only 26 can make a, make a panel on any game day. So if you have 10 lads that are there wasting their time, then that's unfair to them, you know, so that's always the way it's been. Mm-hmm. And what was it like for Keane, I suppose, for you all to see him, I suppose, go on and, and lift the cup the last day mm-hmm. after all he's been through with his injuries? Yeah, I'd say he was delighted to get a bit of limelight, you know, Declan's <laughs> been stealing it, Declan's <laughs> been stealing it for the last few years, but... Um, look, Keane obviously had a hard year last year. He's talked about that himself. Um, I'm sure it wasn't easy for him to to be here last last July watching the All Ireland. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously a very very difficult moment for him. But um, he was probably the, the the most fresh person coming back at the start of this year. Probably the most eager. Probably the most motivated coming back this year because he kind of missed out on a year. You know, so. Which drives everybody on as well, you know. So it's mm. you have to you have to look at it on the bright side, look at it on a positive note. And what's the the crack and the buzz like in the camp? Is it fun? Is it enjoyable? Obviously, he's very serious too. But yeah. he is. Oh yeah, you do. Twitter. Of course, you do. You have to. You know, we, we we know each other so well. Like as I mentioned a while ago, some of your best friends, the people that you're closest to, are are there, and you see him four or five nights a week, and like any group of friends, you're you know mm-hmm. having the crack and slagging each other, so on and so forth. And you have to. If you don't enjoy it. If you don't enjoy something like that, you know, if it's a, if it's a if it's a chore to go training, you're not going to get the most out of yourself, and you know you have to just go and you know just just enjoy it as much as much as you can. I know it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a phrase or a well known or a slogan, whatever you want to call it. But you know when you're going looking forward to going meeting the lads, as I said, some of your your best friends having the crack with them, going out training hard and coming in afterwards having the crack again. That's, that's how you'll that's probably it perform the best. Yeah, yeah, it, makes yeah. It, it makes it a lot easier. And when you look at the championship at the minute, you know, everybody says it's all about stopping Limerick. That's what people are talking about now. Everybody else is chasing you, that you're at a different level. How do you feel with that? I feel that we've two games within six days and if you listen to, you know, some of the headlines that have been written the last couple of weeks and you get, you know, sidetracked and you're a, little, a couple of percent off, well then you're under pressure and, and you just will not be successful. You know, you've seen teams in the past that have been maybe successful and maybe read a small bit too much into it and all it takes is a couple of percent to be off in a, in a Munster Championship game for the other team to, to for you not to be successful. It's simple as that, you know. So um, going into this Sunday, we won't be taking water for, for granted, for sure. Um, we know that if we perform like we did last weekend, it won't be good enough. And the first two, obviously we have two games back to back, then you have a break, and I'm not sure how long the break is, and you have two games after that. If you, you could easily, not get the results you want in the first two games and all of a sudden you have a two or three week break and you have two games left and you could have a very short summer so um, we'll be we'll be ready this Sunday sure what can you expect from Waterford and Davy Fitz a bit of excitement around him now yeah I suppose we'd, it's hard to know what to expect really but we never focus on the opposition you know too much we'll do a small bit on on Waterford uh, you know maybe either maybe tomorrow night or whatever but we are the way we've always operated over the last number of years is focus on ourselves get ourselves right and the rest will take care of itself mm-hmm. 
and you're very much looking forward to a lot of games this year. I am. Like it's, I always love this time of year because it's kind of the opposite of what people think. It's, it's, it quietens down a lot now for the next few weeks because all the hard slog is done, all the really hard training is done. This is the fun part. This is the fun <laughs> part where you just, you're, the, train, the, time, the, the length of training is, is reduced and you have a lot more time for rest and recovery and, and making sure that you're fresh or going into games. Mm. And, the reason why you go to we do all our training in Reckiel and the reason why you go to Reckiel in December and January in the awful awful weather is for championship you know so we're there now and I'm looking forward to it what does your week look like as Limerick Carter? so it depends whether I'm in school or not but obviously in school at the moment you go to school Monday to Friday but you'll do one gym session and Tuesday and Friday night you'll be in the field with a game on a Sunday mm-hmm. um, but I spend a, I, I don't I don't think too much about the, I won't think too much about the game now this week when I'm not a trainer, yeah. you know what I mean. I'll switch off completely from the game. I won't be burning too much, too much, um, too much energy thinking about the game. Like we're as prepared as we as we pretty much can be. You know, about training tomorrow night and Friday, and um, I'll just relax and switch off and watch a bit of Netflix at home and make sure I'm eating and sleeping as best I can. And mm-hmm. being, as I said, being as prepared as you can for Sunday without thinking too much about it. I was just speaking to Joe there just about the game as a whole at the minute and, and where it's at. And um, do you feel that there is an excitement around it as? Previous years, where do you feel the game is at the minute? Well, in Limerick, there's massive excitement. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I can only speak about my own county. I don't be in any other county too often. So, in Limerick, the the buzz and the hype is probably at an all-time high. Which, yeah. in one way, you need to be you need to be careful of. But uh, yeah, definitely within Limerick, anyway, people are really, really looking forward to the next number of weeks. And uh, personally, I think the game is in a great place. I know there's been a small bit of conversation about the direction that it's travelling, but in every sport, it always changes. You know, over a period of time, it will always change. You watch a hurling game ten years ago. You watch a soccer game ten years ago. It's completely different to what it is now. That's just the way sport is. You know, mm-hmm. so it's always teams are always adapting, looking for an edge here and there. You know, changing, throwing a curveball here and there. So, um, I think, I think, I think, the, I think, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be nervous as the yeah. direction hurling is traveling. Put it that way. Like the skill level has gone mm. through the roof, even from yeah. say five years ago, mm. even like the score lines you're seeing now, um, you know, there's massive score lines and people were calling for make the pitch bigger, mm. make the, the slitter heavier, yeah. all of these things. What do you think of any of that? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Like, you know, there people people I always say people love complaining, they love giving <laughs> yeah. out about something, you know, if it's if they're not giving out of that they'll be giving out about something else. So um I, I just I don't really get that argument. I know you're not the one making the argument. No, I don't get yeah. the argument about mm. about too much scores in the game. Like if you, you were going to yeah, if you were going to game, do you not want a really high score and entertaining game where there's people are getting plenty of scores and to get you know I, I, like if you were going to a soccer match, you don't want to go to nil all draw. Yeah. Know? So why would you want less scores in the game? People go to watch you know a physical intense game and the goal of the game is to get the ball over the bar into the back of the net you know so that's the goal of the game so why would you not want more of that so I don't I don't agree with that that argument definitely not about trying to reduce the score yeah I often think like seeing someone put the ball over from 70 mm. yards or whatever it is is mm. a good skill to mm. be to be able to do yeah. you know and that probably wasn't always the case years yeah. ago yeah. so skill level has came up say yeah. when you watched years ago to now playing yeah. out there it's it's yeah. probably on another level it is because people are probably training you know i don't know are they training harder now but you know just with sports science and the way the game is going with technology even nowadays you know people mm. are always trying to improve and it happens in every sport that's what i would say it's not it's not just a hurling thing you know you watch any sport watch a game in any sport 20 years ago watch it now it's completely different mm-hmm. and in 99 percent of the cases it's far the better 
Kenny's go on now and win the four in a row? Hopefully, that's the plan. You know, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't the plan, but it's too early to be thinking about Crow Park at this moment. You know, as I said, we've two games back to back within six days and you need to be fully focused for them to give yourself the platform for the rest of the Monday Championship to, to give yourself a chance to get here, you know. So we won't be talking about we won't be talking about anything. We won't be talking about Munster Finals, not to mind all Ireland mm-hmm. Finals. We'll be talking about all the focuses on uh, and as I said it is a cliche but the focus is on Waterford and that's it. And yeah, you'll be looking to Waterford, nice weather, championship. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were training last Tuesday night, it was freezing cold and then I got some bird to training yesterday, so <laughs> you never know what you never know, do. you never no. know in April, but um I'm sure there'll be a massive crowd at anyway, and I'm sure the atmosphere will be brilliant and as I said I'm looking forward to the hard slog is over and it's time now for, for the proper hurling to start. Yeah. Brilliant, bro. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Thank you.